0: 7 things you probably didn't know, you need to know I'm Jamie Easton, this, this is the Smart 7 Good morning everybody, it's Friday the 18th of March and it's World Sleep Day And a big happy birthday to Lily Collins, Queen Latifah, Luke Besson and Adam Levine Now in its fourth week, there were further signs on Thursday that the Russian advance on Ukraine was stalling, with British intelligence suggesting they'd made minimal progress and continue to suffer heavy losses. However, despite that, the atrocities carried on, with reports of more than 20 people killed and 25 injured when a Russian airstrike destroyed a school and a community centre in Marefa and reports this morning that the airport in Lviv is under attack. President Zelensky continued his attempts to persuade the West to implement a no-fly zone and in an address to the German parliament invoked images of the Berlin Wall, criticising the country's government for putting its own economic interest ahead of Ukrainian lives. It seems like you find yourselves behind the wall again, no longer a Berlin wall, but rather uh, a wall running all through Europe. Why was this possible at a time where we kept telling you that the North Streams pipelines were a preparation for a major war? The answer was got from you was, it's economics, it's economy, it's economy. As the war creeps ever closer to Ukraine's neighbours, UK Defence Secretary Ben Wallace, who admitted being duped by a phone call from a Zelensky impersonator, was in Poland to confirm the deployment of a British Sky Sabre missile system and a further 100 troops to help protect Polish airspace. Today I can announce we are going to deploy the Sky Sabre medium range anti-air missile system to Poland uh, with about 100 personnel to make sure that we stand alongside Poland and protecting her airspace from any further aggression by Russia. As the war continues, the majority of the international communities kept up its condemnation of the Russian regime. US President Joe Biden's due to speak to his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping today to warn him he'll face costs if Beijing come to Russia's aid. This comes after Biden doubled down on his criticism of Putin during the St. Patrick's Day speech yesterday, calling him a murderous dictator. He also praised both Ireland and the UK for their support. Now you have Ireland and Great Britain standing together against a murderous dictator, a pure thug who is waging an immoral war against the people of Ukraine. Echoing his president, US Secretary of State Antony Blinken says experts are in the process of documenting and evaluating potential war crimes being committed. Intentionally targeting civilians is a war crime. After all the destruction of the past three weeks, I find it difficult to conclude that the Russians are doing otherwise. We'll make sure that our findings help international efforts to investigate war crimes and hold those responsible accountable. In an attempt to combat the continued cost of living crisis and prevent inflation from running further out of control, the Bank of England raised interest rates for the third time in four months. There was further evidence of the economic fallout from both Brexit and the COVID pandemic as P&O ferries stopped all services and sacked 800 staff with immediate effect in an attempt to drastically cut their costs. Staff were informed via video message. I am sorry to inform you that this means your employment is terminated with immediate effect on the grounds of redundancy. Your final day of employment is today. After finding out they're to be replaced by foreign agency staff, workers were told to leave their ships immediately, but many refused and had to be forcibly removed. Transport Minister Robert Courts was visibly angry as he gave an emergency statement to Parliament. These are hard-working, dedicated staff who have given years in service to P&O. The way they have been treated today is wholly unacceptable. Nazanin Zaghari-Ratcliffe and Anoushi Rashori were able to enjoy their first full day with their families in six years after yesterday's reunion. Nazanin's sister-in-law Rebecca gave details to BBC Breakfast. The first reunion was about just after one, one thirty. Lots of cuddles and uh, tears. I, I can tell you that Richards and Gabriella and Nazanin all slept together in one bed last night for the first time in six years. I think I think they were catching up on some well-earned rest. The release came after the UK settled an historic debt to Iran of almost four hundred million pounds dating from the seventies. So the question is, why didn't they stump up years ago? Well government minister James cleverly attempts to explain. Because of Iran's behaviour, there are a huge number of international sanctions against them and UK sanctions. So it is technically not easy. You cannot just write a check. It doesn't work like that. Still to come on the smart seven. Ryan Reynolds has got a bit of awkward explaining to do, and Derry Girls is back. Right after this. a couple of footy matches last night and the Premier League Everton beat Newcastle despite a protester chaining their own neck to the goalposts and in the Europa League both West Ham and Rangers are through to the quarterfinals. Meanwhile, if you fancy buying Chelsea, you've got until 9pm today to get your bid in. You've got some competition, though. London-based investment firm Aethel Partners have valued the club at two billion quid, so you've got to dig deep. Former footballer-turned-pundit-turned-businessman-turned-political activist Gary Neville has told Sky News recent events involving Chelsea and Saudi Arabia's takeover of Newcastle have changed his views on foreign ownership in the Premier League. I've always felt that we should welcome the Saudi Arabian money, the UAE money, the Russian money. However, my long-held view that football and sports should try and welcome uh, this international money and I feel a lot weaker on that opinion today. If you've got kids, you'd be friends with public embarrassment but maybe not in front of a global online audience while promoting your new film. Ryan Reynolds took part in a live-streamed Q&A for The Adam Project when a young fan quizzed him about a certain scene with Zoe Saldana. Ryan, in the scene where you were uh, kissing the girl, was that real? (laughs) Whoa, how do I answer this? Um, I didn't mean it? <laughs> this is the thing, I don't know how to explain this to my own kids. Like, they watch this and they're like, Daddy, what are you doing? Like, it's like exactly the tactic I would use on them, not anger, but just disappointment. <laughs> yeah, great question though. Finally, the new trailer for Derry Girls has dropped, appropriately enough, on St. Patrick's Day. The Channel 4 comedy smash hit series about the shenanigans of a group of friends at a Catholic school in 80s Northern Ireland is returning for a third and final season. I'm sorry, can nobody else hear the absolute racket you're making? Just breathe. It's English breathing, James. It is a bit oppressive, actually. Derry! Derry! Yeah, someone call up? Jesus, I need some segment. You call it for a plumber? If you're that hot, you should at least have the common decency to be a bit thick. To be constantly supervised. First clean. Ah! Jesus, Jesus. We will perish in this place. I'm gonna die, virgin. That was always on the character to be This has been the Smart Seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Dogs. Cool fact.